Welcome to a 1905 podcast. Good evening, everybody. Hello. Ash here. Oh, hello, Tracy. You all right? Yeah, good, thanks. Good, good. I'm also joined by Ricky. Or we are also joined by Ricky. How you doing, mate? Yes, I'm very well, mate. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. Not good. too bad. Um, we are going to talk about... Tuchel? 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 It's Tuchel. 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 I'm just calling him Thomas. Until yeah. Tommy. Gonna, Tommy, Tommy T. <laughs> we get to yeah, talk about Tommy's, yeah. uh, Tommy's first three points as a Chelsea. Tommy player. T. I like Tommy Obviously, yeah. I, I missed the last pod. Um, so this is my first. Tuchel. Pod. Yeah, Virgin um, Tuchel. Yeah, I did ask I did ask all of our followers and plenty of other people and even appeal to the great man himself. Well, great is to be decided, I guess. Um, <laughs> for clarification as to how to say, how to say his name. But we've, we've had it. We've had it. Uh, every which way so just go with whatever feels best i guess for now. Really just, yeah you just have to you, we're never going to get it Tuchel. right according to one of the german followers said to us you're never going to get it right so we don't do Tuchel. Tuchel. <laughs> we're just going right. to say tommy so yeah so obviously first three points today against burnley um so we get to to chew the fat of yeah. that game i guess you have to start with the formation, but the lineup. Um, I, for one, I'm going to admit, wasn't entirely happy. Was not entirely happy. Um, I still, I, I, I mean, it's a lot of the commentary and pink things around it. People are saying, oh, he's, you know, he's got, got time to find his starting 11. He needs to rotate players to see them, to find out what he's best in. But he's not rotating those three defenders, is he? No. Dave, Rudiger, no. Silva. Um, as I put it, was it Dave Rudiger and Silva? I said uh, one was uh, spastic, geriatric, and fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that was very harsh on me calling Aspilicueta geriatric because we'll come on to the goal. His lung busting run, he looked like he had oh, the lungs of an eighteen-year-old, didn't prime he? Prime Timo, he was. <laughs> but there was there was a massive question mark for me over the midfield uh, two. So we, we, we went 3-4-2-1 again. Um, and for me, there was a question mark over Kovacic and Jorginho again, at, you know, looking at the team and also Alonso at wing-back. Um, and the decision to have two centre-backs and two full-backs on the bench, four substitutes, uh, four defensive substitutes. So that was my first... You know, those were my first thoughts. Rick, what were you thinking when you saw that lineup today, mate? Um, I was... I was a little bit surprised to see Alonso, but I'd saw the murmurings on the Friday, so I wasn't completely surprised. No. Um, mm-hmm. Apart from that, there wasn't really anything else. Maybe that Havertz didn't play. I thought he'd play Havertz again. Hmm. Um, but there was nothing where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe he's playing. Like There, were, there wasn't anything like that for me personally, to be honest. Yeah. Trace? Oh, I'm just hard. As soon as I saw Alonso in there, I nearly had a breakdown. Yeah, same. <laughs> I, I just, I actually did think after everything we've read and heard this week, the fact that Alonso just kind of strolls in <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck? I felt like we yeah, were going back yeah. to Surrey, especially well, with... Well, um, before, yeah, before that. Well, before that, yeah. Conte, I, I just, 2016. Yeah, yeah, I just, I felt like it just, uh, for me, I just... Uh, 
I guess, and I understand what he's doing. I'm not, this isn't any detriment to him or how I think he's like doing his job. I just think that I've been so excited about the academy and the younger players and building for like a future rather than, you know, but now I feel like he's lumping in all the old geezers like to do a job, which I do understand. Like he is choosing like age experience, but yeah. I think the fact that, you know, Alonso hasn't actually played since September, that's quite a long time yeah. to not play football. I was very surprised to see him. I wasn't overly happy and I have told my hands up. No, we will, we'll, 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 we'll come on to the individual performances. But Definitely. yeah, and I didn't want to see Corgi and uh, Corgi. Yeah, Corgi. Corgi. Didn't yeah. even want Corgi. to see Corgi. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like Brangelina and yeah. Corgi now. Yeah, basically. I just wasn't, <laughs> I just, I've never really liked that pairing. And I just, I don't know. I still feel like, I know Kante has only just come training. And I think we did say on the last pod, it might be a stretch too far for him to start today. So I'm hoping the next game we don't see that pairing. I just don't like it together. I just don't think it works. Yeah. It does sound like going forwards, um, Tuchel sees Kante as one of those two. So it's who, you know, who does he decide to pair him with? I think we're going to probably see him paired with Georgie and we'll probably see him paired with Kovacic whilst he tries to work out what's... I think Billy's going to be coming in as a complimentary player to the starting eleven. I think he's going to be bought in for cup games and used sparingly. But at his age, it's not necessarily a bad thing. The main thing is he wants to keep Billy around. Um, that's what we've just got to hope. But yeah, well, he, he's, he asked for a loan move, apparently. Mm, he wants, yeah, he wants hearsay. Wants to get in the Euros, doesn't he? Probably yeah, be exactly. his only for Scotland. He'll, he'll get into the Euros anyway. <laughs> There's no one. There's no one in Scottish football better than Scotland ain't qualifying for the Euros. <laughs> I I literally, honestly, couldn't. I said to someone the other day, I said I think it's going to be a bit like with Giroud. Giroud doesn't play every game, but he still gets picked for France. Yeah. I don't see Scotland not picking Billy Gilmore if you want me to no. be honest. No, exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't. But I mean, the lineup. It, it, it did shock me that the, the inclusion of Alonso did shock me. I think I we expected Kovacic and Jorginho again. Um, yeah. because like you say Kante um, and just to back up what you were saying Trace, I agree I, I think you know if we rewind to a point 16 17 months ago uh, not even yeah six, 15 months ago um, it was all this talk of this young Chelsea team this young Chelsea team who are going to improve they're going to play in the first team together and for years and we'll grow together like the class of 92 the Man United team like that's what people were referring to it as with Mount Tamori, Abraham, Reese James, and it feels like that's being disbanded. However, um, Callum does oh. seem to be does seem to be well viewed by the yeah. new manager. Um, He's had a so, couple of games, and he let's be honest. Yeah, he has, he has, he has. So I think the, the main thing as we start to go into the facts of, of what actually happened today, how it played out, um, I think we all went into it. I'm, I'm speaking for all of us here. We all went into it hoping we weren't going to be counting 820 passes or we weren't going to grind out a nil-nil, a dull fest, and have the Chelsea admin on the official Twitter account <laughs> shouting out about how, how many passes we've done or 16 <laughs> passes in a row or something. Like I think we all agree there, don't we? Yeah, I didn't want to see that many passes with no end products, to be no. fair. <laughs> and, and thankfully, I've not seen any stats on the total number of passes completed, which yeah, suggests they weren't extraordinarily high. Extraordinarily high. That's <laughs> yeah. good. But we did have 71% of possession. 
So yeah. we had the majority of, of the of the play. 19 shots, eight on target. Now, we haven't looked like scoring recently, and quite a few of them, particularly early on, were sort of straight at, at Pope, straight at the keeper. Um, but I think that's showing, that 19 shots and eight on target, that's showing a little bit more accuracy. We were quite woeful missing the target and having shots blocked. Um, oh, Mount, Mount for some of the game today. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> ballooning, um, literally just ballooning his shots. So I was like, what yeah, is going on? Yeah, and and uh, Tuchel did say after the match um, that he said he, he should have put it out of sight. Like there's other days when some of those shots hit the target go in. Um, but it's something we're going to work on. You know, we're going to work on finishing because he thinks we we were creating the situations. We were getting in and around the box, fizzing balls into the six-yard box. Um, so we're creating. Um, but I think, though, I think the, po- the massive positive, like you say, was we were actually creating the chances, whereas in midweek just felt like we were literally just passing around the back. And pointless didn't... possession, whereas yeah. I counted a couple of times just for my own geekiness I counted transitional passes like moving from the back you know the defensive phase to that is well a, geeky. an attacking an attacking move Very I just geeky. just wanted Very. to count and it was counting passes which is ironic but um to see us get to the opposition box with six passes was was pleasing mm. for me yeah. Rick from the Wolves game to today um what do you think about that that possession do you think it was a bit, of a bit more intent today than against Wolves yeah, I think I said on the last pod that Wolves, I was obviously you always want to win a game, but on the back of one day's training, you could see what he was trying to implement. He wanted us to keep hold of the ball, stop giving the ball away, use the ball well, and you saw little bits of that against Wolves, little flashes of it against Wolves. He's had a few more days training, and I said on the last pod that hopefully now he's had a few more days, you'll see a bit more of an end product in the Burnley game, and I feel like we did. There's still obviously yeah. room for improvement, but yeah. from the first game, you you saw the process. Like He's setting out a process, mm. and there was a marked improvement from the Wolves game, so that's a good sign for me. I was very happy. Definitely. Definitely. Happy. I think one thing, one thing I've read about him and how he approaches games is he sets up to play against a specific team. He sets up based on the opposition in terms of sort of tactics. So um, I think it was his Dortmund team. If they were playing against teams that would sit with a low block and counter, he would identify how many players they normally counter-attack with, be it three or four, and he would always want one extra man back. So he would have five players whose job is, as soon as we lose the ball, their job is to sit back and create a tough line so that it can't be broken down. And I think then when you're attacking against those teams, he, he also looks to push other numbers through. So, you know, when we're creating an attack against the team of a low block, he wants six players in front of the ball. And I think we saw that today, keeping up with play, particularly with the first goal, Azpilicueta, one of the three centre-backs in a back three, <laughs> up there because he, he, you know, there was, we, we that, that attack was happening and we had five or six and for all we know, maybe maybe it was the, the gaffer who, you know, the manager who shouted out, right, you go, Aspi, go. Like, we don't know for sure, but, I think that looks promising. Trace, what do you think about yeah, that like it, intent and Yeah, no, I, I and I agree with everything you've said there. And I think it does look like Tuchel is going to um set up his formations, you know, the homework of the other side. He's he's willing to be more flexible. And I think actually yeah. it's one thing we did sort of say about Frank is that he wasn't as flexible as 
we would have liked to have been and he was sticking with that 4-3-3 and you know nothing was changing that the yeah. only thing I will say is I think the two games we've played this week is there hasn't been an awful lot of intent against us or towards us so yeah, I think we uh, inevitably we are actually we are improving and you can see the differences on the pitch from Wednesday through to today I already as Rick said uh, and that's only in a few training games I just think I wonder how that works against a team who are willing to press you and willing mm. to kind of tactically go against you because I don't really feel like Deutsch did that today I mean they had a first shot saved on 94 minutes or something didn't they i think yeah they they did we you know we reduced them to that they did only have one shot but i do think tactically i could i could see clearly what dice was trying to do today um it was very apparent from the get-go that he he figured we'd play with the four in midfield so the sort of wing backs in the midfield if you like and a, a back three yeah so he was they were targeting that long ball that diagonal in behind to that space in the corner in, in both corners, in behind Alonso, in behind Callum Hudson-Odoi. Um, so I think that's what they were going for and trying to get the ball in behind there and create us problems. But actually the, the organisation across the back three and Callum Hudson-Odoi's yeah, ability to get back and defend and do that aspect, I think nullified that quite well. Yeah. Um, no, I think, um, I think that, yeah, there were, there, it was a marked improvement from, uh, yeah. from Wednesday. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Good. So for me, I said the biggest shock for me, the fall off the chair moment, not in terms of the pod, but <laughs> in, terms of, in terms of the lineup, was seeing Alonso on oh, the that's team what sheet. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was seeing Alonso on the team sheet. So without me saying anything, Rick, honest appraisal of Alonso's 90 minutes today. Um, yeah, I thought he played well. Obviously, the goal topped it off. Um, I wouldn't, normally, I feel like he struggles when our backs are against a wall and he needs to get back, he needs to defend, he needs to watch out on set pieces and things like that. He can be, he can be a weapon in the other box on set pieces. Cause I think aerially, I think he's very strong, but from a defensive point of view, I don't think he's very good on set pieces, him and Emerson. Um, but when, when, um, but I thought on the whole, he didn't have a lot to do, but what he had to do was mostly attacking. And I thought he'd done it well. And the goal was a great goal, to be fair. He took the goal really well. Yeah. He took the goal really well, to be fair. And he'd done what he was in there to do. He attacked. He was an extra man going forward. He didn't have a lot to do on the back foot, obviously, because we had a lot. Of, we had so much of the ball. Um, but yeah, he done, yeah, he done well. All right. Tracy? <laughs> uh, I think I know where this is going. I don't get me wrong. What an absolute worldie of a goal! Fuck only peach of a goal. Only Alonso could do that, couldn't he? Like be yep. out for all these months and just rock up great and goal. go. There you go. And yeah. great little warm up for Spurs if he starts. I feel like now he should, but maybe he should actually be up front. Um, <laughs> I don't think uh, Tammy or Timo really impressed me at all today. It worked great good, but, you know, not very good. So I think maybe we should just shove Alonso up there, give them both a break. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I actually, uh, he just didn't a defender. No. And I know we've always said that no, he's, he's not, not a left back, he's a win back, but... The amount of times he bombed forward but stopped to collect yeah. the ball. He didn't keep travelling with the ball a lot of the time. 
uh, he stopped and then he'd lose the ball and then he's way out of position and you're having to watch Kovacic run across the pitch to cover his ass. That's the moments about Alonso that I go, oh my God, head in hand. Yeah. Like, what are we, you know, that's where the mistake would come from. It, when I when I see him play, I see the gaps that he leaves and I'm just like, he just leaves us wide open. But it was yeah. almost like Kovacic knew it was going to happen because he was always there. So, yeah, yeah I just, I can't, yeah, I, oh, Kovacic did play well. I just think with Alonso, absolute well D. Only he could have done that today. And yeah, uh, cool. yeah, yeah. I, I, so... I, yeah, I have to disagree with Rick. I thought Alonso was shit for most of the match. <laughs> Not pulling any punches. I, I thought it was shit. Dog shit. Um, I just... I, I, if he's playing left wing back, for me, he needs to be creating something. Taking defenders away. doing Making a bit of a nuisance of himself. And for me, it, like you said, Trace, it felt a bit safe. It felt like he would... He'd, he'd bomb forward. He'd get the ball, stop and he'd play safe possession. He'd chuck it back inside... And he'd just play little passes. Um, and then I remember in the 10th minute, in the 10th minute, I saw uh, Alonso. Um, he had, he's, the ball, like I said, yeah, Dice's tactics were to get in behind those wing backs, look like a ball over the top into the channels. Um, and I think I saw that fairly early on. And Alonso turned, watched the ball, and just shouted at Kovacic and pointed <laughs> to the mat. To, pointed in the 10th minute pointed to his his man that he should have been tracking and just was like hey, like can you get him and you know <laughs> thankfully like oh me or Rick no sorry it's in Alonso he oh. lost his man like he's I thought you meant I fell off the chair no pick yeah. him up I've lost him he was, he's like, he's like, oh, he's yeah, like I've, I haven't I haven't run for six months can you can you track him for me can yeah. you get him back yeah. Um, and like I say, thankfully, our, our back three were marshaled in well. There, they, there was good communication, and we're going to come on to Thiago Silva. Um, I think that covered up a lot of Alonso's errors. It reminded me a bit of the last time we saw him play against West Brom, um, where you know he's, he's sort of making a, a mistake, and that mistake got highlighted very quickly, punished by a team that were on the ball. And today, I think luckily, other people covered those mistakes. And then he turns up with a weldy, an absolute peach of a goal goal, goal of the month contender for January um, and it masks in my mind it masks the rest of the performance which I thought was pretty abject from him I didn't think he did enough in that game for me um, on the attacking on, on the attacking front let alone defensively uh, but that's just my humble opinion now if we flip it to the other side of the pitch that's what that's what a wing back should be doing right Hudson Odoi honestly yeah. he has been incredible up I'm and down, it. up and down that right flank, no mucking about, tracking back, kept his pace for the entire two games as well. Yeah. Like, he has yeah. been absolutely relentless. What a little ledge, honestly, because he has had to ride out some storms. Sorry, yeah. not playing him, you know. Yeah being injured, coming back. We've said about, like, allegations and things against him. He's had a tough ride the last few years. And yeah. He's no mucking about. Even before Frank went, he was showing all yeah. those glimpses. And yeah. the last two games, I literally could not fault anything. I've got a little stat. I think you've got something to add to this, haven't you? But he had one assist, three key passes, six crosses, one hit of the woodwork, two out of three ground jewels, one one tackle. Literally, yeah. oh, I'd like to know how much ground he covered today. Yeah, he just I know. I'd love did to see the heat map. Stop. The, but he, he, and it all going down the right again with him. It just, yeah. we literally, 
Tuchel has literally said, don't they, space. get the ball to him. Well, I think Mason just, Mason Mount reads the game so well. And I think his awareness, he, he could see that space. So he took up like an anchor position to feed the ball, to transition it from the left-hand side and feed it over. And that's how, you know, the first goal came. Um, Mount fed Hudson Adoy, who's travelled with the ball. And then um, that no-look little layoff, which was a peach. And I think, yeah, to add to those stats, out of all the take-ons, 100% take-ons completed today. He didn't fail to beat a man. Didn't fail. And I think we, we, we sort of... William was, you know, brilliant in, in patches at the club. Um, but quite Small a lot patches. towards the end of his time here. Yeah, patches, exactly. Small <laughs> patches. Towards, Small patches. <laughs> towards the end of his time here, we were all frustrated because he would take up that position on the flank, receive the ball, stop. Whereas the, what I love about Callum hudson Doyle is he's the complete opposite. He literally, his first thought is drive into that box. How am I going to get into that box? And I mentioned it on a pod we recorded not too long ago. I can't remember which one it was, but I saw some stats about... Um, players dribbles that finish up in the opposition box and he was like streets ahead of everybody based on a much smaller sample because of how much game time he'd had or how much limited game time he'd had um today was no difference 10 passes into the opposition's box seven touches in the opposition's box that doesn't include him taking the ball from outside inside and that directness coupled with his ability and work rate to get back at times i think he just showed alonzo up completely on that oh, front but then yeah you know but that, that Alonso goal is going to take all the shine, isn't it? Rick, talk to us about Callum Hudson-Odoi. Um, I think the main thing about Callum is you can see the confidence is there now. You've always seen the flashes. Um, but sometimes I found him, and you alluded to it, sometimes he'd run and you just think, just take him on. You've got the pace. Just take him on. And then he'd stop. Yeah. And then he'd play it backwards. And that's a lack of confidence. Safe now he possession. This is what I said about Alonso. It's that safe possession thing. I now, think Alonso's got you that today. Now he's not. And the thing is, going back to Alonso briefly, one thing I will say about that is, I think as much as I'm not the biggest Alonso fan in the world by any stretch, but yeah, yeah, that's a well, lack I of... Can, ga- I can see your Alonso t-shirt, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lack of game time, Alonso, though, as well. It's a lack of game time of as well. That's a long time he hasn't played for. So I can understand the safe passing and the safetyness first. Callum just looks like he's glad to be starting a game and seeing him running shifting the ball, running past players directly, step overs, whipping the ball in the box. Yeah, the shackles are off. Exactly. Mm. Even if he is playing as a right wing back or whatever he's playing. He looks like he's really enjoying himself. He He really does. He's seen loads of the ball. When you're on a football pitch, one of the worst things is playing without the ball. Yeah. But he's seeing loads of it. There's Uh, and The more people are using him, the more confidence he's going to get as well. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I actually think he's, um, I think he, I just think he looks like he's having a great time. And I think it it is showing in his football. He's just, he's taking people on, he's having a pop, he's bringing it inside. Him and uh, Mount, I think, even though Mount only featured for a very short time in the week, him and Mount today were incredible. Those two properly excite me when I think about the future of Chelsea Football Club. It's the directness. Yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. And I think that confidence that you can see in Callum, like I've already mentioned it, that, that little layoff for the first goal, um, his awareness, he, you know, he travelled with the ball, his awareness to then, he'd just know the run was there. Maybe it was a great shout from, from Azpilicueta. Um, who knows? But either way, his awareness, no look, didn't even look up, 
just little little layoffs. He's confident. Right in, in Aspilicueta's stride. Aspilicueta didn't need to change his stride, which is why he put such a great strike with the instep of his foot through that ball. And it was a great finish, wasn't it, from El Capitan? Oh, honestly, I was so happy for him. It just, it did make me laugh. Um, yeah. Just just watching him, like, full team over running. And he was just sprinting into the box. And I was just, at first I went, who's that? And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, he's actually dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that Rolling is brilliant. Back yeah, <laughs> but I feel like with, with that, it was, even that's nice to see. He, he seized an opportunity there. He saw it. The vision for that was already there. He knew mm. the minute he was overlapping, he was getting that ball. He knew. So, you know, so is this you know, is this a tick in the box then? Because that's experience. So are we, <laughs> are we, are we giving a bit of credit to the, the manager? Oh, absolutely. I don't, I think everybody seems to be now almost yeah, like, yeah, 100%. they understand how things are, uh, or, or, or what the plan is. And I think they've, you know, it's been directed at them. They know what they're doing. However, um, as Tuchel said at the end of the game, you know, uh, it's a, it's, this is a message to the strikers. <laughs> yeah, I liked that honesty. No, I, I did I too. Like and I thought, actually, turning around and saying, we're relying on now two defenders to win this game. That's not their job, but they've done it. Um, yeah, I think he's, I think he's going to be quite harsh, but I think he looks like he's a little bit fun with it, I guess. But I just think that I think you'll get the best out of him. Yeah, I think with Callum and the way he's playing, it just lifts other people around him. So I think at that point, Dave's feeling quite buoyant. I mean, he's not had an awful lot to do today, so he's sprinting down there to see if he can make the other end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, somebody else with not very much to do was our goalkeeper. Nah. Two 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 games now, he hasn't had to save a shot, um, which is lovely. I mean, he collects a clean sheet award or whatever, but. uh, that's the defence, right? Uh, and maybe a lack of intent from the opposition. Yeah, well, yeah, I would say it's a, it's a culmination of all of those things, if you want me to give yeah. it. Yeah, and alongside Aspilicueta, we had Thiago Silva. Now, I've got some oh. stats on his performance. Not only a few, but in the game, the most ball recoveries, 15, Thiago Silva. The most clearances, five, Thiago Silva. The most interceptions, four, Thiago Silva. Didn't commit a single foul against physical Burnley players. Didn't commit a single foul. Wasn't dribbled past once. And obviously a clean sheet as well. Like, I saw somebody say on Twitter earlier, he's got sort of going un, almost unnoticed because of the fanfare about the new manager and trying to get the best out of the attackers and stuff. Oh, but I disagree. He's, we've said it so much, haven't we, Rick, on this podcast. He's a sensation. Yes, 100% agree. Great. Yeah, I think he's. Um, I think I don't think he's underrated at all. I don't think he's I gone think under the radar. I'm losing you. Oh no, we've had a oh, fall. You, you off. sound a bit behind. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he's falling off his chair in slow. Motion. It's very slow. Oh. It's a slow fall. <laughs> he's going down in instalments. I think. Um, I think we've seen. This is a Sunday night fall. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I think he hasn't gone under the radar. I just think he's so um, consistently solid that it's now yeah. just what we expect from him. And it's not that he's going under the radar. It's just that is what he does. And we'll actually yeah. probably... It'll be that thing where you only really know when you've done something wrong. 
Like people always yeah. want to tell you when you've done something wrong. And I think that's going to be the case with him. You're only ever going to know. Understated, yeah. Is if he, yeah. if he fucks up, to be fair. But, yeah, and what I, what I love... Sorry, go on. No, no, carry on. I was just going to say, what I love seeing from him today that I think we have been missing is his ability on the ball. I think where we've the way we've been playing recently, um, it hasn't been as fluid. And I think we've said it, and uh, the new manager has also said it. We need to be in, in, in between the lines a bit more and play in between the lines a bit more to really create stuff. And today we saw from the start, Mason Mount was playing between the lines and nobody in the, in the team does it like him. But then Silva's looking up to find that pass to Mason Mount in between the lines. So we're, we're, we're then going, we're bypassing the bank of four. We're going from the back three to then the two in behind the forward um, with Mason Mount. And I, I, I quite like to see that. Oh, oh, he's he's completely fallen off. Oh, he's actually really gone. <laughs> we'll see if he comes back, shall we? Um, yeah. I did want to just point out with um, I, I did obviously at the, at the beginning of the pod say I'm not a fan of the Georgie Kovacic thing. Um, but uh, Georgina actually had a really good game. Well, so did Kov- Kovacic. Oh, hold hold on a second. Hold on a second. Right, listeners. Right, make uh, a note of the date and the. <laughs> Time. And the time, right. and you'll probably never hear it from me ever right. again. Tracy's um, just said that her register, J5, <laughs> is alive. Has had a belter of a game. My register. <laughs> Honestly, heart eyes, blue hearts, everything. <laughs> Georgie, like say, Georgie. Um, I, I just have to give that a mention because I'm really hard on him because I, well, I, he, he, for me, he's just the backward sideways merchant, a majority. The horrible to him, that's what you're trying to say. I am horrible. Hey, to him. he's back on his chair. <laughs> oh, look, he comes back on his chair just to have a pop at me. Did we notice yeah. that? <laughs> but I do want to say that him and Kovacic had an amazing game. Um, yeah. Uh, Jorginho, uh, game by numbers, was 104 passes attempted, 98 completed, 29 final third wow. passes. Fall off your chair, Rick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Eight full recoveries, four chances created. Three out of three long passes, two out of two dribbles, one out of one tackle. And also, no, uh, Georgie created more chances, four, than any other player on the pitch today. And he's only created seven in his previous 12 um, games. So, marked improvement for him. There was a little map on one of them. And I do just want to say there is still a lot of sideways, sideways. But... Yeah, yeah. He's just doing it a little bit further up the pitch now, so it's really nice. It looks better. <laughs> so <laughs> the one thing I just want to add to that. Um, oh, sorry, go on, Rick. You wanted to add to that? Yeah, I just wanted to say you can, those two, I know a lot of people have a lot to say about those two sitting there. Um, I think you can, it's fine in certain games when you know you're going to have a lot of the ball but there's still a huge question mark over those two sitting when you come up against like a a Man City or a Liverpool or a Man United or someone like that. Absolutely agree. That's when you need Kante. That's when, for me, if you're going to play two, it's got to be Kante and probably Kovacic for me. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, I tend to agree. But listen, I I, I agree. I've I've never been Georgie's biggest fan purely because Mm. I think he's a very good footballer. But I've always said this and I maintain it. He is a system player. And our system with Frank was not set up. It was not going to suit him. And that was fact. I'm wondering now if with Tuchel in charge, the system he's playing 
you know, I just mentioned Mason Mount getting between the lines, which meant we saw a bit more of the passing ability of Thiago Silva today. I'm wondering if actually that, that play of getting Mason Mount between the lines a little bit more, added with the wing-backs and pushing that back three up slightly higher, I'm wondering if that is actually going to get a bit more from Georgie. Um, yeah. So, although I think Kovacic, under pressure as a ball carrier and, and retaining possession, Kovacic is, is exceptional on his day. But I'm wondering maybe if Kante and Georgie could work. So, I'll be interested to, to watch this space, yeah. I prefer I think it to be Kante. There, though, isn't it? It's nice to have options there. Yeah, I think you're right, though, Rick. In, the, in, those, in those tougher games against, you know, Pacey's sides who are going to string passes together, we need a destroyer. We need somebody who's just going to... And Kante's like that, that 11-year-old on the playground who just runs after the ball and kicks whoever's got it. Like, but he's better at kicking the ball than kicking the man. So we, we, we're definitely going to need that. Um, can I just say as well, um, today's no. goal scorers, Dave and Alonso, <laughs> obviously the first of the season for both of them. Um, yeah. They, just this season, are the 15th and 16th different player to score for us this year. 16 different goal scorers. It's good. Oh. Sharing goals around a team is an important part That's of pretty a impressive. successful side. Yeah. But yeah, and, and just it's funny because before the game, I think we when we've spoken about Zuma um, not getting a look in anymore, uh, being replaced with Rudiger, we were saying he's our top scoring defender. And, you know, goals from defence, Chilwell and Zuma, taking those goals out of it, um, you know, is that a mistake? And then ironically, the two goals today are scored by by two players um, playing defensively. So, I want to see yeah. Zuma though. I think it's highly unfair that he's been. He's a great. He's superb in here. You know, we yeah. do miss that. We do, yeah, we do. I um, get, uh, we're probably coming to the end, are we? But I wanted to ask yeah, you a question. So. Go on. No. Um, you might know Ash, or, or actually most might if you've been looking at Twitter today, but um. Our, our bench today was ridiculous. Our bench was Kepa, Havertz, Pulisic, Chilwell, Kante, Giroud, Zuma, Christensen, uh, James. <laughs> yeah. And I want to know to the nearest 10 mil, how much, how much is sitting on our bench? Oh, I'm, I, I think I've seen this. Oh, so you have seen it. I'm going to go with the but number. No, I think if, I saw. if Rick hasn't seen it first, you be quiet and let Rick go I ha- first. I haven't seen it. How many on, millions do you think were on our bench today? Well, there's 60 with Havertz, isn't there? Straight away. Put a six. Weren't cheap. Kepa. He was 60. He was 70. Jesus Christ. You. Got to be looking at nearly 300 million, haven't you? Surely. So, what's your guess, mate? Um, 200 and 280 million. Nice. Not a bad guess. I'm going to go with 309 million. No, it was 307, but you saw it. So, Rick actually does well with that one. <laughs> no, that wasn't too bad, actually, because I didn't no. have a clue what you were talking about. I didn't have a clue. Yeah. No, but... literally, 307 million pounds on our bench today. That is incredible scenes. Yeah, but that I mean, whether it's whether it's a form thing, rotation thing, whatever, you know, that that bench has occurred today. Is that a sig, like a, you know, a significant uh, clue to the depth we've got in squad now? 
Well, yeah, because the people that are playing are the ones we expect to see on the bench, and then it doesn't look quite that high in numbers, does it? But you know, if they're doing it, and I'll and you know, like not being rude to Kai, he's having a few issues, isn't he? He's not, it's not looking solid. Timo obviously still having his issues, but on the pitch, but actually not to. not to our detriment, I would say. He's still working really bloody hard. So I appreciate that in him. And I think he's yeah. I'm never gonna slag him off if he just if he does not stop doing what he's I doing. Do, I do think based on today, I think I want in training people fizzing balls into Tammy and Timo because they couldn't trap a bag of cement between them. Yeah, yeah. I think that 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 maybe is the next part of two Kel's training plan. That now we yeah, need to learn how to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> shooting and trapping a ball. Yeah. See, it seems so simple from the outside, doesn't it? it seems yeah, so simple. It really does. But, you know, three points today, which were much needed. The people have dropped 100%. bollocks. Other teams have dropped bollocks this weekend. So we yeah. are now looking in a better position. Everything's bunching yeah. back up and on to Tottenham. Big game. Yeah, Big we're looking game. forward. We're looking forward. Uh, huge, huge performances from Mason Mount and Callum Hudson-Odoi. Um, love to see it. Uh, to everybody listening, thanks for joining us. We're going to wrap it up here. Uh, guys, thank you both for your time tonight. Thank it's you. nice to talk about thanks three for points. Me. Yeah, thanks Always for having me. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your nights. Everyone listening, thanks again. Interact with us on Twitter. A load of new followers as well. Shout out to all of the new followers. Love ya. Keep the blue flag flying high. Keep blue flag flying high. 